Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. All you gotta do is trust me, Oscar Award winner Bradley Bradley Cooper. I almost said Bradley Pitt. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Currently in the living room looking for another toy to bring to our guest, who is a returning guest, but... Interesting fact, barely remember the first time he was on. <laughs> Guys, we got Shane Torres in the High and Mighty Studios. <laughs> Thank you very much. You were, you're not kidding about the obnoxious intro. I told you, yeah, I, yeah. I have to warn the audience. What do you think your neighbors think you do in here? Dude, my, na- my barber ended up being my neighbor in a weird confluence of events, and he lived here for a couple years. He now doesn't anymore. Yeah. He saw some article about me somewhere where it mentioned podcasting, and he was like, so is that what you're doing yelling all the time in the house? <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even think that someone could hear me. I'm sorry, I don't have a funny pole to put in front of my business (laughs) to let people know what I do. It's just like it's like yeah. chattering teeth on a pole. <laughs> just a I'm a comedy guy. Yeah, you just can't sell. It's just constantly winding teeth. Oh, Arthur. You're yeah, cute. Arthur's a big fan of Shane. Yeah, um, dude. Well, thanks for coming thanks on again. I'm pumped that you're out here. I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad I could make it ever. <laughs> so if you if you are just tuning in for the first uh, t- first episode of High and Mighty, you can jump back to our live at Bonnaroo where me, you, and Kyle. Oh, uh, that was a did, mess. Did a, did a power forty minutes on stage. Yeah. Somehow ended up shirtless with <laughs> taking. A, yeah, and then like, and then I also spoiled the uh, secret cage the elephant show. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that only like the we happen to know about because we were performing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, he was like, you guys gonna go see cage the elephant? All these fucking hipster kids got all like they're playing. <laughs> And then JJ, one of the people who works for the company that puts it on, she was like, what the fuck, man? And she was like, it's actually pretty funny. She was also super cool about it. Well, we got trashed yeah. and Kyle doesn't drink beer. So he drank Mike's hard lemonade, which I think is like maybe way, one of and the way sugarier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the worst decisions yeah. you could do. And he just kept going and going. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I think we just kept going all night. Yeah, no, it didn't stop. There. Yeah, yeah, because because yeah. we were done at that point. I think we didn't yeah, have we only had one a day. <laughs> I had, I think I had 
two one day and then like but every other day i just had one show i've never been like a true touring stand-up but the idea of like my day we were getting picked up at three in the afternoon and getting dropped off at 5 a.m oh yeah it was, it was like i completely flipped my schedule <laughs> was, but also to be fair it's not like like we're normally just hanging out watching the killers as a touring stand-up. <laughs> right, right 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 yeah, i like, just mean that like, not like turtle fighters <laughs> intended for real artists <laughs> You know, like it's a much different thing as a, I think a road tour. Yeah, no one's up. eating mushrooms and going to see Eminem every night after yeah, performing the Chuckle Hut. <laughs> what was your favorite performance? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, who's the guy that you told me I would really like? Sturgill. Sturgill. Yeah. And I never heard of and then watched him live and I had, was like super stoned. He's but like got, a rock star. He's just like a rock star. He yeah, puts yeah. on a fucking hell of a show. Without anything, without any kind of production. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that was, that was maybe like a, uh, a, a real highlight. The cage, the elephant show was really awesome. I had actually never went and saw him. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I was it, just, was, it started at like four 30 at like an out, outer tent. If yeah, I remember, correctly. I remember, yeah, it was a weird, a weird one. And then I saw Anderson <laughs> Pac, I think was probably the best thing I saw. Oh like, yeah. He was fucking awesome too. Dude, yeah. There were so many good shows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> did you do press? Edit. I did like one interview and I did it shirtless, like a video person. Oh, it was after. It was after our. Yeah. It was so fucking. Fu- it was so funny, man. Like just getting how comfortable everyone got with their bodies by the end of because they were just covered in mud and shit. You're like, yeah, I am fucking a little whatever. I am fat. I'll walk around with my shirt off next to this guy who's got fucking cum gutters on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like the Bonnaroo style is those dudes who are super fit in short shorts with like camelbacks, no shirt yeah. and like uh, like Oakley sunglasses. Yeah, like, and they're just fucking lean and mean and yeah. like, and they're 23. You know, yeah, like, yeah, they're just drinking water and Molly all, yeah. all week. Or they're Joel Kim Booster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then I was just like, fuck it. I'm not getting uh, sleeve tans. Yeah. So I just took my shirt off. That was, that's probably the way I should have. Also, that dude, those two dudes, those brothers that were driving us around, uh, yeah. those guys from t- like from Tennessee, they were the fucking best, man. Yeah, yeah they yeah. made me reconsider my entire career where I'm like. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> like these guys got to figure it out. Like they, they work for Bonnaroo for a month and then they like one of them runs a cell phone kiosk. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is a genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what am I doing going to Sheboygan? <laughs> What am I doing? Mm. Auditioning for a character named Shart <laughs> and not getting it. We really thought you were too close to the role. <laughs> yeah. We kind of wanted an actor, not, not, <laughs> not, 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 not a not, human Shart. Yeah, not somebody. Not somebody who's lived it. <laughs> Did you That's actually how, go for out for a role called Shart? Yeah, and then yeah, I, I knew I, you did. Yeah, and then I got notes to be like, uh, like f- that, like you need to. Uh, find the emotional beats in the scene and I got a call back and like had all these like notes about the heart of the character and I'm like his name is Shark. I'm sorry I didn't bring I mean, Gravitas can, the first time around he can be a person but like yeah. don't like don't act like you like I know you worked hard on this but don't act like yeah, right. you fuck it don't be a prick that's the hardest part is you build up these auditions that you don't like at all to begin with then you work yeah. on it hard enough to then go actually it would be pretty and then you do it and then it doesn't even land anywhere near close to it. Like you make, you have to make your choices or whatever. Yeah. Like, how, how often do you audition? A couple of days a week, a couple yeah. of times a week, I yeah. should say like, and how much time do you put into each audition? Which is uh, less than enough is I think. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if you got it, it would be enough. <laughs> right. Right. But I, I, it's hard to put effort in. That's like the hardest thing I'm working on in my career Art. and arguably my life is like to put work into something that may not produce results. Right. To put yeah. work into almost anything is already hard for me. Yeah. As oh, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were I'm talking not. pre-mic about how like I'm trying to do more in stand-up and I'm having a hard time with the fundamental element of stand-up of just like trying yeah. the same shit and getting and honing it. 
yeah. is, diff- is difficult for me to get around to doing. So memorizing lines for like what will objectively be 90 seconds of someone just ignoring me yeah. is like such a hard process. Until you cre- Do you feel like this has helped you get into rooms and stuff like this pot like yeah doing stuff like this is like more people know who i am and doing live shows and and stuff like that and, and meeting more and so more. people can be a fan and be like you know it'd be perfect for this right John, yeah yeah and then they bring me in they're like oh i was under the impression this guy could act or <laughs> <laughs> well the other thing is that i have and thanks this- for coming by <laughs> You want to like, so here's the thing with your headshot. We're not even going to validate your parking. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Some of those are like painful. You're like, when you go through, go into a general or something and you're like, and it's like a fucking 25 minute walk. And you're like, like, I had no idea I'm late now to this meeting. Yeah. And then all this kind of, and you're like, you're like, I don't even want to ask for parking validation. Like, like, yeah, I do need the 825. It is ridiculous that this is how things are working. (laughs) They're going broke, trying to get get meetings, going broke on parking. (laughs) It's terrible. (laughs) Going back to putting the work into the audition and also stand up this guy. I got to figure out how long I should be practicing when I go out. I don't go out near as much as you do. Yeah. Uh, A friend of mine one time said, just like, if you work unbroken on one scene for a half hour, if you just like run it for a half hour, that is like, that seems like it's not a lot, but it really is a lot of time spent doing it. And I can't even get myself to do that. And I think part I of it. I try really hard. I think I overdo it. Then. Oh, yeah. interesting. Because that is a possibility. Because I don't act a lot, so I don't know how. To, I haven't taken many classes or anything. Yeah, yeah. So like when I'm doing it, I'm like, who the fuck? You know, like, <laughs> should I memorize the other person's lines? Or, <laughs> You're or like, do, yeah, do, yeah, I wait, do I wait for this per, for my scene partner to look at me and be like. <laughs> and then I'm turn. like, yes, that is. <laughs> Correct, Danny. Yeah. Um. I for me putting in the effort also sets you up to be hurt more by not getting it. Yeah, that's a very real. And I think that's part of my issue with part of not my issue with stand up, but my issue with me performing stand up. The hard the thing the hump I'm getting over is like if I try really hard and, and hone these lines and then they don't work. I, I have to blame the material. If I'm riffing and off the top of my head and yeah. it doesn't work, I'm like, I'm riffing. What do you want from me? Yeah, we you should know? be more willing to fail. Right. Like, yes. like and accept, like, I think. Because it, it's not like I'm not failing now with my lack oh. of work approach. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if you never really try. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And it's so like, you're never really hurt. <laughs> right. That's kind of like the world I've built up for myself, which yeah. is. But you started trying before like when you were like you wanted to be good right like at him you know like i don't know where you get to a point where you're so comfortable that you're like well now i know i won't fail at this really fail like right that's kind of where i'm at now and but but then your like own taste gets in your way right when you're like oh that's the like the biggest word it's like this is weak like i I am better than this (laughs) yeah like i'm not even as good as like one of my least i'm i have comics that i don't really like and i know that they're jokes are better than mine right yeah, now. Uh, same, yeah, same yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because like you're like a fan of the art and you know it so like well. The, it's like how they're doing it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I'm not even doing it as well as this person who I don't think is that great. Yeah, <laughs> which is fucking, like, what a upsetting feeling. Yeah. I know, and then you're like, oh, fuck, we're all just trying. Well, they, the thing is, I bet you that person is trying. Right, like, yeah, they like, are. Yeah, because yeah. I, know, I know their material. Yeah. Yeah. And it's written. God, that's fucking upsetting. Yeah, and, that, and that's, that's the thing I struggle with with doing it. But I think like you just have to learn to put yourself on the line. Like I'm learning through therapy and trial and error and age that like a lot of the stuff 
I'm not helping myself with my attitude of like, don't put in a lot of effort because failure hurts. Because then I fail without putting a lot of effort in. I'm like, well, if I would have put effort yeah. in, I might have gotten yeah, and it. Also like, the, wait, no, and then I you have to- another, you have like, still, it's a longer way to go around to blame yourself. Is, right? Exactly. That, yeah. <laughs> As opposed to like, well, I tried hard and I didn't do it well. And you know, and sometimes it's not your fault. You don't get something. Right. Or you like, can't yeah, get yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, if you're like, if you never try it's just a longer way around of like, why didn't I get this? Like, Cause you didn't fucking try. You know, that's where that's I'm at the right main now. reason. Yeah. That's like, where I'm at right now where it's like, well, now you have to try and fail because you're not trying and failing anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, why, why, like, I'm like, yeah, trying is kind of showing up is the most important thing a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah, and then you're like going, like you're taking 45 minutes to drive here, 20 minutes to park, uh, 45 minutes in the waiting room, you drive back, and you're like, why didn't I put effort in there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. This, or this I should have blown this it was off a three completely. three-hour day. <laughs> right. It's like, instead I watched a fucking Lord of the Rings marathon. <laughs> Again. Or, yeah, yeah. And, I'm, and then I get mad at myself. That's like how I tell myself to go to the gym and stuff. I'm like, you'll just be happier with yourself if you did it. Right, right. Yeah. right. It's all about like ha- having it in the rear view, too, yeah. of like having Having gone to the gym, having written, having studied. Yeah, it's like, it's like, you know, you did it. Now go apply it. Like, right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking nightmare, though. Um, like, what? While I have you here, before we get into our topic, what is your like writing process like? Are you uh, are you a like grind in the book? Keep uh, I'm about half and half these days. And yeah. I want to get back more to being in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I do half. Because you have you have you have the material you have. I have that. a new hour. Like I just. Last year, I put out an hour and it's, uh, album and a special. And and what's that called for listeners? Oh, Established 1981. Established 1981. Uh, yeah. On Comedy Central Records. Uh, <laughs> the New York Times called it a good try. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> no, no they, were, they were pretty complimentary. But I, I just think it's really funny to say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my go-to joke is like the New York Times says the show's on Wednesday. <laughs> Wait, are you? Are you? And I'm just like, are you I remember like, there wasn't just the scheduling of it. <laughs> that is the thing. Like, I remember once I was like, wouldn't it be cool to be in the New York Times? And they got like a shared write up with three other comics about my album. And I was like, and I was like, I was like, this would be amazing to be in the New York Times. And I got that write up, and I was like, I'm on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's so quick. Yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah, the other three people are famous comedians. Yeah, <laughs> right? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what. Be thankful you're yeah, there. Yeah. But, um, but since you put out that hour, you've been. I, I put a, it's been about fourteen months, and I have a new hour that is getting there. Like, it, yeah. like the chicken is just not cooked. Is how I feel about the whole thing. Like right. everything's not being. It's getting better, and there are moments I like in it, and there are moments I'm just like, I've been doing this premise for too long, and I haven't written anything new enough. And it does. It's not killing the way you, you know, wanted to. Yeah, or yeah. Something. And it's like yeah. it's like it's pretty good. You know, right. like there's some good pops, but it's not like. You got to write a single. You know, you got to write something they would want to play on the radio. Right, right. And I don't feel like I have that yet either. Yeah, interesting. I'm really, not talking about like cum or something. You know, like, yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, the music, uh, the music parallel there. It makes sense. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, it's a pretty, pretty. What would you do for five minutes on late night TV? It's kind. Of, that's the that's the crazy. Yeah, what's thing, the man. song you would play? You yeah. Know? Oh, that's a, think, that's a good way to look at it too. And that's kind of like how I have to do it. Like, because you want to. And you want needs, an hour so you can have yeah. your special and you can tour with it, but you also need something that you can hang your hat on. Yes. An hour. Yeah, like this is my, this is like, if you only get five minutes to impress somebody who can help you. Right, right. You got to give them the best five minutes. Like, yeah, it's fucking. That's where I'm at. Like, I, I need to start thinking about what that is to your five yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. like, I mean, I guess I need to get a half hour and then find out which is my best five minutes. For, That's yeah. for sure. But like, you don't go the other way, right? You wouldn't like write to having a strong eight minutes and then building it out. Well, I mean, it. I don't think you can like you start, everything starts in chunks, you right, know, you like, want it bigger so you can, unless you have an idea for an, a whole like one person show. I don't know how you, 
right. stay in that framework a lot of the time. Like, like my segues in my act are very like, like on my album, I did a thing. There was this thing called, this is a real thing. It was called National Babies Falling Out of Windows Awareness Week. And like, and my whole thing was like clearly like a shitty mean person take. Yeah. Yeah. But before that, like I was doing a thing on like open bars at weddings and how it has to be like a rule. Like, yeah. Like, no cash bars. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, who are, you know, like, uh, but like, I was like, well, I couldn't write a segue for those two jokes, but I both of them like, was like, well, they just kind of fit next to one another. Like <laughs> right. weddings, baby, like they're going to get the jump without me mentioning it. Right. Right. And right now I'm like. I'm talking about living in New York and then also my mom passing away. So I'm like, where's the, where's the, where's the logical thread? Like, yeah. You need some sort of yeah, like, like, it's really all over. Like it's some pretty abrupt jumps. Uh, okay. So that's how your, your chunks come together like yeah, that. It's five, anywhere five to 10 minute chunks. Yeah. And then you start looking at like the whole piece and, and you're like, like, like yeah. these fit better next to here. Or right. Like you're kind of feng shuiing it or however you want to do it. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. It's weird. But I think like the way people do comedy is like, do you put like I've said use this analogy a thousand times, but have you do you ever play an instrument? No. No. Well, uh, do you know like if you're playing piano, you can play a wrong note? Yes. Like yeah, like I don't think in any kind of comedy that's an actual rule. Like I just imagined matters who's playing it. Like Right, right. Like cause like you know, like you wouldn't you're like an improviser, you wouldn't do it the same way like some of your friends do it. Like that's how they play it and they move it. And they're and that's what's interesting to watch about your like right. your, your coworkers. Like the best thing about comedy is watching somebody do something you do not the way you do it. Right, right. Yeah. So that's like, I, that's why I don't think there's a wrong note to comedy. It's just like the way you're playing it. Yeah, you're yeah. not like actually the uh the this airplane material <laughs> is supposed to hit this, this, and this. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. Or that's weird. You're not supposed to say it not like that, you know? Yeah. Well, like Kanane has a great joke about pancakes on have you ever seen him do that bit no, about like, no, no. this guy bringing homemade pancakes on an airplane <laughs> and it's like the and it's an airplane food bit you know like, <laughs> right, right. yeah but it's, it's just like so he's like this guy brought pa-, he's like pancakes got x-rayed like, <laughs> <laughs> you know and like you know like where some people might be like ah oh, the food always sucks on it you know like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's, ter- it's it's incredibly different i like the idea that you can't play a wrong note it's yeah. like that's just how it's she just, plays yeah, or yeah it's like, plays. i wouldn't do headberg you wouldn't do headberg right yeah, yeah, right yeah. right but some yeah. people do yeah and like they do it well enough you know but i also like i always wanted to be kind of like a a talent of my own not not doing some i think the most important thing is like no matter how you're doing it, you shouldn't be doing it like somebody else right right yeah, yeah it should be doing oh unless it just so happens that the way you are is the like you are just like michael Sarah. unfortunately yeah yeah oh, yeah, 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 yeah exactly like there, yeah. There's, you're yeah. not purposely yeah but like how do even then how do you like flavor it to your like your, right. what's your twist of lime yeah right. <laughs> yeah like give me your twist of lime yeah like that's what uh yeah i heard kurt cobain say that once he was like well how would you describe your music they're like i think he said something like he's like punk rock with a twist of lime and he just like squeezed a lime I was like you are a lunatic you were you were like a crazy person i love that r.i.p he would, he would have been 52 last week we would hate him now oh god yeah right. he would have he'd have gone the roseanne bar round i know sure. i don't want to think about it about these people who die young when you're like i might we might be so tired of kurt cobain right now oh my god him and Courtney well, like could have a reality show well you also couldn't be <laughs> that sad as a fifty-two-year-old, like as a like a millionaire rock star for that long, at right, that age, right? You can't keep that. It's edge like up. It, it would have been like somebody would have been like, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Just write you know, a that's movie. Why, score. Like, that's why like emo bands don't really last. You right, can't, like, like, you can't sing about a girl you didn't get forever. Yeah, once like, you're like, fucking supermodels and making a million dollars, you're not allowed to say yeah, shit. Take a note, taking back Sunday. <laughs> 
take that back, will you? <laughs> but yeah, I just think it's um my my shit is just like let's just figure out and just like I always like think of like writing about shit people haven't written about before is yeah. like a good way. That's a for smart me to idea appro- yeah. to approach it. Uh, like I wrote the thing about like this thing about homeschooled kids. Like I never heard somebody do a joke about how weird they were, and I was like, well, that's kind of. <laughs> It's interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and i was like i was like well i'll just see how far i can take it and it ended up being like one of my favorite jokes <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, really yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool i like the idea of like thinking of the area first too of like no one's really talking about this yeah, yeah. And it li- but it limits you after a while i think like right you have to because find everyone is talking about things for there's a, a lot of people talk about certain subjects for a reason because yes. they are and it's relatable and, and smart really, you know yeah, like yeah. and it's it's in like well, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about gentrification. Like, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you can because that is something on people's minds. Airplane food is something on people's yeah. minds. But, yeah, so it is like a broad enough thing. But right, like, it's got to be just a relatable experience, I guess. Right, yeah. right. Um, well, when I first saw your uh, act, I saw your Guy Fieri bit that oh, okay. I, I yeah. fucking, of course, you know, is that it, you, that is your song to play on the radio. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Got, <laughs> I got. I don't want to be fucking three eleven. I got. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Um, I don't like. I don't know. We'll show it to see the play. Amber is the color of your energy. But I'll let the. Uh, I won't even uh, uh, rehash any of the elements of it. It's just fucking strong as hell. Thanks Listeners, so. look that shit up. But I, a lot of it is just like how great. Like the premise kind of relies on like we we shit on this dude, but he he's a pretty fucking great guy. Yeah, he seems to be a decent person. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And I and I felt that way because I've been a long time fan of Guy before I even uh and I my wife has taken me for my birthday to a different guy, a uh, triple D restaurant. So you're like a real, like, like I really, I, I watched his show every day for like five years. It's in a Brooklyn. great show. Like it's such a simple thing. Like, as for like, you know, it, if I could jerk off to like food, like it's as clo- <laughs> it's like whatever porn is for my diet. It like, that's yeah. what it is for me where I'm like, I would kill for a fucking Buffalo wing bond me or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so those things are like right there. And one of the things was like, I don't like, I, some people are like, you know, like, well, like this person's a real chef. This guy, Guy Fieri's not a real chef. And I was like, are you a chef? Like, yeah. what, what's your basis of understanding of food that like is and what, so much greater than <laughs> this guy who is a, like at least a cook? Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and what, and what, you don't need to be a chef to host a TV show about food. No. <laughs> right? Like, you just need to be interesting and dynamic. Like, and a also, ton of people. you go to the chili wing place in whatever town you're going to. Like, exactly. And that's what, because. It's not. It's it's not even low class. It's sort of like f- almost exclusively uh, the term uh, me and some of my fat friends use is fun food. It is fun food, uh, right? It's like the food that's fun. Where that's it's food, like, like, yeah, fucking Joel Robichon's restaurant is not fun. I bet, yeah, yeah, you like. I bet it's really good. <laughs> right, right. And I bet it's so far beyond me. Like, <laughs> but I want fucking jalapeno poppers with pulled pork on top. Oh like that's my the God. shit I'm here for. Yeah, dude, that's like. I had a deep fried cheeseburger in Washington D.C. at a place he recommended. It was was it battered? It was like, yep. The whole thing. The bun is inside the batter too. It was oh my god, awesome. Yeah. Was it? Like, oh the, wait, no. The bun isn't inside. The cheese and patty are battered and then fried and put on the bun. Some place in D.C. And I love going in there because was it was it too much? It was. Well, that's the other thing about almost all the <laughs> shit he pinpoints is like this is awesome to have a bite of. But I, there's three things I want to try on this menu, and if I eat a full fried <laughs> burger, I'm not even going to be able to move tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to fucking, like, it's going to slide out of me in six hours. <laughs> right, yeah. Re- I'm going to peristalsis it right out my ass. <laughs> uh, 
and that's when I was when I was traveling for touring with UCB. I was like actively seeking out. Like I'm like, we gotta go to the Michigan fucking scrappy burger place. Of yeah. course you think that, and then like after two weeks, you're yeah, just you like, can't. you're like, I just. What's it's absolutely why don't gas stations have produce? (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Unsustainable. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, don't kill you. Yeah. You're like, I want to see the world. I'm going to eat everything in sight. I'm going to have a blast. And then like, you're like day two, you're like, well, if this is what I want to do career wise, I don't think. Yeah. Or they're not going to put me on camera if I keep eating like this. Right. I remember when you meet the comp, like the road comics or you go on tour with someone and they're like, Joel Kim Booster was one of the first guys I saw do this, but he's a specific case, but it was like, he was like at the gym on tour. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's nuts. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, no, I do it every three months. These guys do it every weekend. You have to, you like, you got to take care. Like I go, I'm pretty good on the road about going and working out. I pack a jump rope now is the other thing. Oh, nice. Smart. Yeah, because it's like it, you can use it. And I have a band I started packing, like a resistance band. I started. Oh, cool. To do like pulls yeah. and squats. Yeah, so pull and, and, like, and just like leg shit. And like it's 10 minutes of that. It's better. Like I feel way better substantially, even if I don't get a full workout in. Like, oh, dude. Because just traveling and being on the, you know, like and getting up early to do press and then just driving for four hours. Yeah, and or then you're, and you're like up really late eating maybe one more meal at yeah. like 11 or, or one o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the best thing you can get is a grilled chicken sandwich. Like, right, right. The, or the healthiest thing is that, and that shit's covered in oil from a comedy club. <laughs> right, right. It still comes with French fries and like a fucking yeah. 75 carb bun. That's yeah, like yeah. a and cloud. You're just like, Jesus yeah. Christ, what am I even? That's funny you say it. Cause that's a big turn. I, I, I keep talking about all these changes I made recently in my life, but one of them is, exercise I'm realizing I forgo I was so into it when I was younger and for a long period of time then I forgoed it for so long just because I quote unquote didn't have time or clearly in hindsight was in some sort of depression yeah (laughs) and then I found that like I'm working out again for the last couple of months and I do I don't know. I'm not turning my feel better. I'm sure it's exactly. It's all mental. And I had no idea. Yeah. And And the whole time I was like, Oh, I don't care if I have a six pack or not. I'm like, I'm going to carry my weight like this forever. And then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, but my back hurts or like mentally, I don't feel right. Like I've like, if I, if I run for a little bit, the pain in my lower back gets stretched out. Right. Yes. And I just started exercising and I started being like, Oh, and I never understood for me, uh, understood for the life of me, those people who are like, uh, my head's not right unless I exercise in the morning. Yeah. And I was like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. now, I'm but like, now I like, I get it more. And then I'm like, you know, and then like some, of my, I'm like, I'm not probably never getting to like, look like Mateo or, right. <laughs> or, or Joel, you know, like, yeah, but, like yeah. I can be the, like a pretty good version of myself. I right. Think, yeah. Or the better, the version of yourself that makes you feel better when you walk out on stage, no yeah, matter yeah. what. Like if I, if I weighed like, if I was like 220 and like, I carried it well, I mean, I feel like thr- I'd probably be thrilled with it. Like, right. wow, I look, you know, yeah, like, even if you lost, if I didn't like if my legs weren't the beefiest part of my, you know, like <laughs> right. if I sit down with my thighs, I was like, geez, like, well, yeah, like even a if you're tube too- of biscuits yeah. is trying to bust out of itself. <laughs> don't poke it. Don't yeah. cut the jeans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, well, it is one of those things too, where even if you don't lose any weight, but you go out on stage and your back doesn't hurt that day, you or, give them a better show yeah, too. or you just feel better about yourself. Cause you're like, Oh, I feel good that I worked out yeah. and mentally it, it got better. I didn't shit. waste my day. Yes. Yeah. Dude. Like, like sometimes when I would, if I don't work out, I'm like, and that's usually like this. And if I'm home in New York, that's usually the start of my day. Like I walk to my coffee shop, I get a coffee and I walk to my gym and then I do like an hour or right. an hour and a half. And then I come back home, shower up, 
go work or go work work like on my act or whatever and right. then i have three spots that night and i'm like you had a pretty productive day like even if they're not show you know like there's right, no right. results on paper like that's you, the that's the that's the gig right yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. job uh, and the fact that if you're hitting the if keeping getting, yourself busy yeah yeah keeping yourself busy keeping yourself alive yeah because as we're learning <laughs> as this business goes on that being around for a while is another is a win. Of success. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If not, not quitting is a fucking right. And I, so it's like you got uh, you want to be around in eight years. Yeah, to keep my grinding. fucking friend texts me today, this morning. She's in New York, and she was just like, "I've been trying to get." It. She's has no TV credits at all, you know. And she's funny girl, and uh, not like like I'm. I see. I felt weird saying girl, and but she's a funny lady. You know, like yeah, she's yeah. A calm, different. And she's like, "I've been going back and forth on this late night set forever, like with this booker." And uh, and she's like just about in tears over it, and I was just like, you just gotta like persist, like you know, like if you have a dialogue going with somebody, that is a win. Like right, that's all you, you yeah, can start that's looking a big deal. You can start looking at that because there's people who, who are grinding who don't have that. Yeah, dialogue. yeah. Like and that, I, was, I was like, you'll. I was like, are they still like talking with you? And they're giving you notes, and they're like, she was like, yeah, they are. I'm like, then that's a good sign. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we were kind of talking about that off mic before we started too. That you start, you need that like zoom out uh, ability, like the, to look at your life in the macro, your career in the macro, and be like, oh, five years ago, if I was to say like, I remember saying like, shit, dude, if I could just like make a living off podcasting and not have to teach improv and I could work mostly out of my and house, it's fucking bullshit. Like you tell yourself, it, you do tell yourself that, but yeah, like when you get to, you're like. I need more because my life needs more. Right, like, and then yeah. I'm here, and I'm like, that's what I needed that I'm at a the podcaster, time. and I'm not an actor. Like I really want, or you know, I'm not. That's like what a, I needed at that time. Right, like, right. You know, like, and I got here, but like, you can't fucking. You gotta want more in a way too, but you gotta be yeah, able to look you at where you are. Bust your fucking hump to get it. Yeah. yeah, but you gotta also like where you are. Be appreciative of how, like how far. A hundred percent. Like, yeah. but but going to that point about her is like she was like, she was like, I don't know. She was like, how? What should I do? And I was like. Just focus on this part of it. And, so, and I was like, I knew how to, I knew that was what I was supposed to do when I was started doing other late night spots was like, so like her coming for advice, like puts a perspective in, oh, in right. my mind. Like I'm like, she's like in tears and you've already done this, right. this kind of thing. Like, Three times, you know, like you're like, and you have these things. She, you're able to give the advice you don't, because yeah, you've and done it. Helps it. Me, it helps give me perspective because like, she was like, I, I did some other like TV thing. And I was like, I kind of didn't want to do it. And she would have killed for that. You know, like, right, like, like right. she'd yeah. have been like, this just would have been a thing that I wish, God, I wish I could get that. You know, like, yeah. and so I'm like, be grateful that you get to get a fucking check. Like, right. It yeah. is that, it is that weird thing too. And and it does take often talking to someone who's not as far along as you are for that's it's or off. hearing someone who's further along than you kind of, upset with where they are and you in your head are going, I would fucking kill. Someone's yeah. like, uh, yeah, I we're doing a multi, I got a multi-cam pilot. Like I wanted to do single cam. I'm like a TV pilot. Oh, Holy oh, shit. Fuck. But, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. of like, course, once my mind, that's I'm your norm. Like, like just hearing that, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then when you get to that level that and that norm, you're like, you're, it is that same thing of just like, why isn't my podcast more, even why, more. Why don't I have a million people? Like, yeah. Right. It's so easy to just flip out. And it's a little that. scary too. Cause you're like, well, like, do I need to change something that's gotten me this far? Yeah. Or, and also, will I ever be happy? Is like a, oh, the question yeah. that comes into mind. Yeah. Too. And like, like, where else do I find? Like, I'm a pretty, pretty career focused person. Like first, like, yeah, I don't have like, you know, uh, like a serious girlfriend or a wife or kids or anything. So like, 
I'm just like, this is the thing I'm choosing right. to do the best. And, and I'm like, this is the thing you're choosing and you're only doing this one. It's like, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. This is the thing I'm dedicating my life to and it's coming out immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, wow. It's like, like being like, yeah, I'm rich because I own a franchise Chili's Express in the right, airport. Right. It's just like one of those things is just fucking like, you, but then you're like, just work hard. Like, yeah. like let, I've gotten to where I get a lot of happiness out of, uh, other experiences now that I understand I'm afforded because of my, like, cause for, I, I was very career minded for a long time and I was saving all these things I wanted to do in life for once I popped, like for once my career, when you were like, I'm going to, no matter what, I'm going to have this much money and this kind of house. And, right. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was saying things like, like it's a stupid example, but I was like, oh, I always want to get scuba certified. And I'm like, well, I'll do that shit once I'm like rich and loaded and like, but you need an experience to, Right. And I haven't even gotten. And like then 10 years goes by and you're like, well, I'm 37 now. And I guess I maybe want to start doing some of the stuff I've been talking yeah, about. Yeah. Cause it's like, oh, when, like when am I taking famous my famous at 55 now? Yeah. You're like, who am I? Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> right. But like, and also like, is, is you like, you feel like you're taking your foot off the gas by having an experience. Right. And then you're truly, and then you're I've, enriching yourself. It, Dude, you're speaking directly. Yeah. This is exactly what the, taking your foot off the gas is a great example where I'm like, don't allow yourself this shit. Keep grinding, keep working. And then it's like, wait, I, you look back on the last three years of your life if you never chased an experience and you only cared about work and it didn't go and as how well. How one dimensional does that make you as a person? Right, right. Yeah. And then, especially if you're not getting all the fulfillment you need from your career, like if you're constantly wanting more, when you look back on your three years of your life and you're like, fuck, dude, all I did was podcast. But instead, you could be like, I got scuba certified. I did travel to that place. Yeah, I said yeah, I wanted yeah, to do. Like, I like, started running again. I, I had a moment with this person that I like is real. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's like you forget. I've to, missed like weddings of important people for like gigs like, I don't remember. Yeah, because yeah. you're a gig. You're like, well, I don't want to turn down a three hundred dollar thing. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. fucking. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I can't miss. I remember being like, I don't want to go on vacation because like, what if cool auditions come up in the week or like yeah. cool opportunities? Yeah, and then you eventually. Don't you go weeks without opportunities and yeah. you're like, I should have went on vacation. It would have been so fun to be in Italy. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But instead, I don't have the money for this. I'll do that when I'm very successful. And yeah. then you get to be almost 40 and uh -huh. still be medium successful. And you're like, wait a minute. If this is where I'm at forever, I should be happy. I instead I have like an arbitrary goal in my head. I'm like, once yeah. I have seven seasons of a TV show, then I'll live my life to its fullest. Yeah, it's like, it's like, <laughs> and like, yeah, like you, like you, you take yourself out of those experiences of like going on vacation or like going to a christening or whatever your fucking right, thing is yeah. for your family. You're like, what did I do instead? It's like, oh, I got to know my barista a little bit better. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's essentially what it comes down to because <laughs> right. I went and worked on my screenplay. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, like and like and he's like, that is important. You know, right. like, but like you should be doing that shit. When you should be doing that kind of work when you're just sitting around watching TV. Right. Like, yes. Instead, that's the other thing like too. Take, instead of being like, you're kind of lying to yourself about not going like, you're like, I'm going to work now that I'm robbing myself of but going it, to see my parents. But or I'll what still it. watch all of chef's table. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and exactly. it's, like, it's like, am I being productive? You know, like, or is this inspiring me in any way? Probably not. Yeah, Maybe no. some stuff, but, but it is, it, oh fuck. It is that thing too of like, do, do the thing like I, I talk about this I talked about this on my friend's podcast it's like my entire like ther like my entire therapy all my issues are all locked up and just like the answer is usually just just do the thing like whether For it's real. the work thing the fun thing just like just do what's do the it. first step you do, do to like what is the first step you do to like take a trip you're like 
well, it's either like I look at the dates or I look at a flight. You know, like yeah. yeah. Okay, if I buy a flight, I'm gonna go. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so it's like I'm like, if I want more, like that's part of like if I want to, you know, like people in LA to know who I am more. You got to come out here and yeah, do yeah, shit. Do, do the shit, right. and it's like, and you know, like, and then like it does feel fruitless at times, you know, like coming out to do these things. But also, like, so does every fucking math test that you took to get to college or like, you right. know, like, and whatever, anything, whatever's not on your direct, your, the path that you have yeah. in your mind yeah. can all feel fruitless. Yeah. Well, you need yeah. to be specific too. you're like, if you're like, I want to be on good shows when I'm in a town or I want to be working this club or auditioning for these people, like, what is that thing? Like, what's it, the step before that? Yeah. Or what's, yeah. yeah. What's the first step in that direction? We were talking talk about experience, go, like pursuing these experiences because our careers are so fun to us because we're fans of the form or yeah. because it's I'm in cre- love with comedy. Same it's here, still yeah. the love of my life. I still laugh so much and I still learn a lot. I still want to watch comedy. I, I still see watch comedy. All, like a ton of specials when they come out. Same, all that kind same, of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I think because of that, we feel like it's there's a little bit of like you're not allowed to take vacations your job is fun you know what i mean yeah and but meanwhile like, other people i'm sorry real quick other oh, people sorry, sorry, other yeah, people yeah. have like these like grindy office jobs that they're doing exclusively to have experiences outside their job you, and it's like we're you're we were lucky enough to pick our work that we love right like, right and also ballsy enough like like i i think people don't give enough credit to that like, oh yeah i'm lucky now but i there was 10 years yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like like scary shit and also like Okay, well, I'm not gonna use. I don't have a degree, but like, I was like, I'm not gonna go work at the factory, and no one's gonna hire me to like, fucking like, you know, do grunt work at 37. Like, right, like, right, like, yeah. So it's either like I'll end up being a waiter or a bartender for the rest of my life, or I'm gonna make this work. You know, like, yeah, and and I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is like, uh, it's a hard choice. Yeah. I did do 10 years where I had like six thousand dollars as official government records of income. You yeah, know, like, you, yeah, like I did that shit all the time. Like, right. like, and you're I was fucking, like living like sh- living like absolute shit while my friends now pick, who all own houses and stuff. And like picking that. up side gigs like a fucking like you're oh, like, dude, Circuit like, City a, uh, holiday. I remember the day I started oh filling God. out the Circuit City Christmas like they were staffing up extra people for around the holidays, and I was like, fuck, I think I'm gonna try to get a job at Circuit City. And I like filled out all the paperwork and I was like fucking had an interview lined up and all that shit. And I'm like, this is just where I am in my career. And I'm yeah. like 26. I had, a, I had two writing jobs at that point. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. And you like, you're like, you're like, like, you're just like, you're like, or you hear those things. I'm like, you're like, Hey man, I got an ex, I need an extra mover for this day. I'll pay you a hundred bucks. You're like, please God, let me get that. Right. Like, yeah. And now I'm like, you wouldn't, I wouldn't have to do, I'm in a position now where I don't have to do that. Right. So think about that before you get all bitchy about not, you know, not getting enough meetings with networks you want. Well, like, I, I, that's what I because I'm sorry I, that fucking, you know, Showtime didn't want to like the like to some super important showrunner right. didn't want to like wanted to have lunch with Emmy Rossum instead of you or whatever. Can you blame <laughs> him? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, this cool. is a fucking. Oh, he has a prank show idea. <laughs> But but it's like him and two people. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Pull your head out of your ass, you whiny fucking. Yeah, and it it does take remembering your own goal because I I have distinctly said several times in my life like if I could just have this, uh, then I'd be it'd be smooth sailing for me, and I've gotten it. 
And then it's not smooth sailing, no. obviously, because it never is. And also then you always want more. Every time I've gotten like that one rung of like, whoa, I guest starred in a big movie. Now yeah. those things are going to keep happening for me. No. Then you they star in an indie movie and you're like, now it's a, you, you get a TV spot and you're like, now I'm going to do TV spots all yeah, the time. And, and you're like, like, holy shit, no, you don't. Well, yeah, No, you don't. You can, but you still have to work for them. The, right, door, right. the door is still open a little more than it ever was. Right. Like, yeah. You got your foot uh, yeah. wedging it in there slowly, but like, surely. Like, like, so you've, what was it? You were on 30 Rock, right? Yeah, but as like a no, as like a non-speaking guy, like oh, as okay. an extra. Yeah. What we was your like your biggest uh, like Guy Code was like my biggest credit that got me going was the MTV show yeah. Guy Code. But like the biggest thing I was well, part like you're the thing you're the biggest fan of that you were like this is a proud piece of work. Oh yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where you guys started diving deep and getting yeah. upset. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh Jesus, what well, is that? Well, I was supposed to be the dad on Modern Family. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. <laughs> I could kiss so. Sophia Vergara. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Could, it could have been me, brother. <laughs> me and Al Bundy up for the same role. <laughs> he fucking beat me out, brother. Yeah. Uh, uh, and you know, and it's, you know, he had married with children. Everybody knows, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you know, yeah, they yeah, want a fresh face. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's just fucking, you're going to have this hundred year old guy around for Like you don't look, yeah. Start talking shit about people in your head. Like, like when someone crushes sometime on a show, like so hard and I got to go up after him, I'll be oh, like, yeah. Man, well, fuck this person. They're not better. Like I like I'll start dogging them in my head. You know, like well, I'll start doing sort of what you're doing, but I'll also be like, "What the fuck is this guy doing? Even doing this show? This is such bullshit that this person comes here and yeah. kills like this." Yeah, it's like, like, wait a minute, what am I complaining? Yeah, like, that's like, exactly what the audience wants. And yeah, I'm yeah, mad yeah, at yeah. Him. <laughs> Dude, like one time I had to follow Chris Rock at at Whiplash, which is like, uh, you know, it's like a drop in, like it's an unannounced show. Right, right. And uh, this was like before all the shit came out about Louis. And I was like, the host was like, what do you want me to say? And I was like, because it was like Todd Berry, Chris Rock, Lori Kilmer. It was like all these fucking like, <laughs> people that comedy geeks love. Right, you know? right. And I was just like, just tell him I'm Louis C.K. <laughs> before I come out. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, just tell him. See how, <laughs> see how they feel about it. That's no, really like, funny. It was... Louie was there and I, I told him to tell him I was rock. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, and I was like, what are you guys stupid? You thought you were going to get both of those on the same show? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then like, Oh, that's, and that's like, that's a joke. I like, I did it. Uh, cluster fest too. Sam J. I was like, bring me out as Louie. And this was after everything had come out. I was like, <laughs> I just want to see what they were doing. And I was standing next to Sam Morrill and I was like, this is the worst idea I've ever had. And he's like, Sam was like, yeah, there's 5,000 people. <laughs> And David Cross was like, I asked him if I could do it because it was his show. He goes, yeah, I don't care. And then he like took his leg and he goes, yeah, definitely do it. And I was like, Sam said it. And then I came out and like, and they were, they, it went well, thank God. But it's, like, a com it's a comedy nerd crowd there too. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so they were on board. They got it. Yeah. But it was also one of those things like, what if they fucking. I, uh, I so like even that, like it's a trick you have to, like how do I one up somebody who's got the career I would, everybody would love to have. Right, you know, like right. how do you go get past that? If they're all like, their lunch is like, you know, they're already, what, what could possibly be for dessert if Chris Rock is here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Like, yeah. Shane Torres. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. like, hi guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they, they are all jacked up right. because they're can't, and who could blame them? You right. know, like, There's no it order. It must be like that with improv. Like when you, when you do a show, it's like, you must be following some like monsters. Yeah. Or like you're, you're just out there with Zach Woods who everything he does is, is, from, that is, guy is hysterical. He's and he's so, very funny. And the you crowd get caught loves up watching him sometimes. Yeah, like I, I'll be in a scene with him and he's so, cause he's also tall and he's like, 
magnetic blue eyes and he'll be like yeah. in like an intense scene where he's screaming at you and I'm just looking at him and I'm like this is fucking awesome and I'm like <laughs> oh I have to respond <laughs> um I kidnapped your kid <laughs> nice <laughs> made like, it <laughs> but some of those guys are so good they make you like better yeah like, well he that he kind of makes you play better but also he'll make you look great the whole time too yeah he just so knows, the best improvisers he knows how to play it yeah, like that yeah. way yeah the best improvisers like I'm sort of the opposite where I'm very good but at possibly at the expense of the other person. You need the ball in your hand kind of thing. <laughs> sort of like I try not to be that guy, but I, I can't help it like sometimes. But or, if you see something, if you see an opportunity, you go. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah, it's not necessarily the right. You wait, just to jump to something real quick at Clusterfest, I had the same thing with being announced in a weird way. I was doing uh Oh, hello live. And I love Kroll and Mulaney and I love yeah. Oh hello. Yeah. But I was like, what were you doing? I was invited there on, cause they were like, maybe going to do a table read. So I moved my flight to do a day early and cluster fast is like, yeah, we'll get you a hotel or whatever. I was like, oh, cool to do that show. I'm going to be there Saturday morning. Anyway, I'll go Friday night. Then they switched it last minute to, oh, hello. But I think John and Nick were sort of like, well, we can't like bounce Gabrus from, oh, hello. Yeah. They kind of knew that I was coming, but I'm not the level of people that are doing that show. Yeah. But yeah. They're also, they're also like, the, they're tapping you. Their blessing of you right. like, is massive. And it's, I love it. And then I, uh, the first people go out are John Early and Kate Berlant. And then the next two people to go out to go up there are me and Michael Che. And Che has no idea who I am. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like standing next to him and he's like looking at me like, we're going out together with this motherfucker. And I was like, I have no idea. He doesn't even know I'm a comedian. Yeah, he's, he's, he's never seen, I don't he know. He probably thinks you're like a fan that won a prize. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. Make a wish kid. Yeah, yeah and you're then, like, you're <laughs> like here's, the, here's the guy who's got the role right. on television everybody has ever wanted. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> and then I'm an, we're announced and I hear like, I think it was Mulaney is doing the intro or George uh, St. Giggling or whatever, and he's like, You know him, them from comedy. Like, he couldn't figure out a way to <laughs> say, like, say? SNL and then <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, he's like, You it, know him. Clearly, he needs to say your name first. <laughs> right, right, and right, your yeah. I'll, I'll just be applauding over me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I did like a similar bit, like, halfway through that show. I'm like, Do you guys think I'm Jost? <laughs> you guys think I'm fucking yeah, and Jost? They jump on, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but like, when you hang with those people who are successful, like, in their performance, you know, like, when you're like, having a better game than them or a better set or whatever you want, yeah. or you're like getting massive laughs, you know, like, they're like, Oh, I get like, you're like, I, they just don't know who you are. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. like, and then you hang and you're like, Oh shit. Yeah, of course I yeah. am actually pretty yeah, funny. Like, how do I do this all the time? Just Cause I'm a huge fan of Che, Kroll and Mulaney. Yeah, doesn't I, mean I'm not, I can't hang for 10 minutes on, I can't do the same yeah, shit. I'm not but, as starry eyed as I was either. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Right. Like, uh, and I don't mean to say that like I'm some like calloused veteran or anything, but like, I was at the cellar the other night and I was just sitting down and I know a tell a little bit who I think is the funniest person. One of the best ever of all time. Yeah. Hands down. And to your that point about people making you look good. I featured for him years ago in Michigan and he was, does this thing where he'll just bring up his middle act sometimes and just riff with you. And like, and he just like, it's all him throwing you like it's like you're getting credit for the alley-oop dunk like, right, like, right, like right, all, right. all you got to do is get it in the space and he makes you look good yeah oh, that's so cool and then he sat down and that's just because he likes to riff with yeah people. yeah like yeah. he's just and then a apatow sat down and i was like what why am i even you're like why are you even here you know and and and, and i tell like oh shane's very funny yeah and then and then i'm like why and judd apatow's talking to me like a normal like you know the king of comedy and i'm always like 
I'm a stand-up, so like for me, like seeing a tail is always like the funniest thing I'll ever see. Right, like, right. And I'm a Apatow fan too, but like if I'm picking one, I kind of like it's always going to be a tell for me. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and <laughs> If you're hoping one of them casts you in their next movie, it's yeah, Apatow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if yeah, you're hoping you have to really, watch one of them well, do 20 minutes. Yeah, it's, yeah. He's <laughs> looking for like an older, hasn't yet made it Jonah Hill type. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, I know you like young, com- young comedy but it's guys. Exciting. Like that's the thing. I was like, I would have been killing for that. Right, like, right. And yeah, then you five years ago, been like, my mind yeah. would have been blown. You yeah. know, like, and... uh those things happen all the time. You have to be like very insightful and grateful for them. Like at the cluster fest, like cross thought it was super funny. And then I saw him at a show, like an anniversary show or something. And I was like mad. Cause I didn't get literally did. I was like, I didn't get a thing I wanted. I, I had four things. My manager's like, none of them came through like literally before I was walking into the show. And I was like, when you like, have all there, that shit, like all that know, shit up in the air. Yeah, and, and he's like, I was like, is there any good news today? And he goes, no. And I was like, all right, well, fucking thanks. <laughs> and then I walked in and Cross was like, hey, I haven't seen you since you did that thing. And then like three other guys, like big comics where they're like, what did he do? And I was like, I just did this thing where I got brought out. I was like, and then Cross like, was like, tell him how you did it. And then like he sat there and told like three comics that I love. Oh, like that I don't know. Like this was so, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that fixed not getting, you know, like. That, that, the, yeah, the exactly. Like, boy t- part on, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turns out that you know the, the action is the juice. Yeah, like yeah. Like they say in the movie Heat, like you just you were like, oh no, this is what I'm here for. This yeah. is thrilling, and yeah. this is fun. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Uh, it's trying to be grateful is a good way to get a lo- move further ahead in your career. Hell like actually yeah. being grateful. Yes. Yeah. Um, have you? Has anyone ever like tagged Guy Fieri in one of your bits, or like has he it never heard, stops? But has he heard? Has he responded oh, in yeah, any he, way? Like, he reached out to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, That's uh, so awesome. <laughs> talking to fucking. Yeah. Oh, back to the thing we were supposed to be talking. <laughs> well, I just it made me think of that of like the opportunities that you get because you're. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like meeting fucking a guy like that is like that's fun. Like or engaging with a guy like that because you're a fan of his. You write a joke. You write a great bit about him, and then he's reaches out to you. Yeah. That's cool. And it caught like you know like it caught wildfire pretty good. Like as far as like late night sets go, it it did. It got a lot of attention. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, I remember I was on my way to Outside Lands to perform there, which is, have you done that festival yet in San Francisco? Yes, yeah. yeah it's, the be- it's awesome. Uh, it's so cool. Yeah. That, <laughs> Outdoor bo- that and Bonnaroo are like. Bonnaroo mm. was my favorite one. Bonnaroo is my favorite because it's in the summer, but Outside Lands is right there, and it's the same company. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bonnaroo, I think, was ex- particularly fun because I didn't know any of the comics, yeah. which was like the first time I've, cause like no one was from my generation or like. Or your world. Or yeah, yeah, my yeah. world. So it was well, all How new long people- have you been doing comedy? Like since 05, more or less. Yeah. So like about 13, 14 years. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm, I started in 08. So yeah. like we're, we're probably around the same class. To some, just right, right. I just, yeah. I was not at the cell. I was not yeah, doing yeah, yeah, stand up. I was yeah. like, well, I started in Portland too. Right, yeah. right, right. But yeah. yeah. And it was just, it was like wild to meet all of you people who were all new to me. And then like I had hurt, seen and heard some of you guys. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too. Is like, you know, like, you know, like I would like be on Headgum's website. And, uh, and like like listen to some of the podcast or whatever and be like who's John Gabriel you know like yeah <laughs> same thing like there's like they're like oh he's this and he's done that and he's written on you know like, like that's how I met our boy Carmel was just like people kept tagging me being like is this Gabrus or Carmel <laughs> like, yeah. in, in like different photos of the two of us yeah and I'm like oh okay motherfuckers who is this guy yeah. and then I meet him and I'm like oh we are kind of similar and he is awesome and he is funny yeah he's a big loud brash <laughs> yeah, guy yeah, I'm like, oh we have a lot in common we both consider ourselves to somehow still be jocks. <laughs> 
We're the only two like late forties, three late thirties, three hundred pounders who are like, yeah, we're more or less jocks. <laughs> I could still, I bet I could still put like squat right. six hundred. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he reached out. Uh, I was on my way to outside lands, and that bit went like viral. I remember on, that. Uh, yeah. SoundCloud, like we previewed it, and before I did the late night spot, and like people were just like retweeting it and sharing it. And then my buddy who I was riding up with this dude, Adam Triplett, we just started laughing out loud on this bolt bus like crazy because it just kept happening. And all these people were looking at us like, who are these fucking psychos? <laughs> and they're like, you know, like, you don't understand. Guy Fieri knows who I am. And, and if like, I even articulated to you why I was laughing, you would think I was even crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It would not be a justification. Yeah. And he <laughs> tweeted a fucking meme at me uh, of us as Lego men. Like with guns and stuff, and he said, "I got your six, and it was it was cool. Oh, that's really fun. Yeah, and then he called me, like like over a year went by, and he called me when I was boarding a flight, and he was like, and he was like, he goes, "Hey, is this Shane?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah who's calling?" Because I didn't know the number, and I was like, you know, that might be like a bill collector or something. And I was <laughs> he's like, like, "This is the sh- head chef at Tex Wasabi's and Johnny <laughs> Garlics." <laughs> Yes, I know oh guys' restaurants' names. Like, I got a, I got, yeah, yeah okay. I've never been to any of them. Me I got, neither. <laughs> but he was like, it's Guy. And I was like, I'm sorry. He goes, it's Guy Fieri. And I was like, oh, shit. And I just started laughing. He was like, I was like, hey, man. And he goes, hey, he's like, you're kicking it. It was like very sweet but and brief, but like very like, he took the time a year later to call. Like, and it was yeah, just mostly like glad to see you it. He was like, keep, he's like, you're great. And he's like, we'll, we'll you know, you know, like, and it was like, you know, basically like, a nice, a very nice, I think he like appreciated the bit and I do poke fun at him of him in a bit, but like he was still very sweet about yes. like what, like, and it's like he got to it. It's like getting a wedding present a year later or whatever, but it was still like, he didn't have to do it. Like, no, he doesn't, he doesn't you know, know like you that. it didn't do shit, not, not at all. You <laughs> right, know, like, yeah, <laughs> that's cool as yeah, hell. Yeah. Yeah. So he has like, you know, like, and, so, and anytime he does something that is newsworthy, you get, uh, I get, you get yeah, like my buddy Austin that I grew up with. He's a, uh, I was in Austin for, in Austin with my buddy Austin for New Year's. And we were like at a Willie Nelson show. And he, he was just like, man, one of my favorite. And I like, I only see him every few years. And he's like, one of my favorite things. I was like, anytime somebody posts something on Reddit about Guy Fieri, I just scroll down until I see your face. <laughs> on and and it, was like, it makes me happy because he's a dude I love who has never asked me for anything. Couldn't really give a shit about showbiz like he right. he's, he's a road crew guy right he literally breaks up highway with a sledgehammer like <laughs> and, he, and he's just like a good dude and, and that just, just makes you feel good yeah because he, he's like he gives a fuck that i'm doing well not not because of what it is right so, right yeah, 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 yeah it's just cool for him to see yeah, a friend like, so, yeah, yeah yeah and yeah. then you remember that that's a victory that someone's putting your face on Massively as a Reddit, so, yeah, you know and right. then like and i got we were at that show and I got hooked up with Willie Nelson tickets by his Willie's weed guy because he's a fan of that act. Yeah, oh, see, see that's like, the and shit. I was like, I was like, and so you take a step back, and it's the night before New Year's, and I'm just drinking free beer at the Moody Theater where they shoot AC like Austin City Limits, and I get into a <sighs> Willie Nelson show for free with my buddy, and, and that's like, so fucking uh, yeah, cool. Um, and before we were seeing one of our friends get married the next, like, yeah. Like fine, Torrett. Like yeah, so fucking what, dude? If you're like worried about yeah, you didn't get to do Colbert. The, yet, yeah, yeah, the Denver Improv. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, right, right. yeah. Uh, I'm working on Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still want it. I tried to remember. I still I want tr- it, but the world's not ending because you didn't get it the way you want right, right away. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's yeah. like you can you can just sit there and say I can't believe I haven't gotten this yet, or you yeah. can say Holy shit, I can't believe I've gotten this so far. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, funny, you said you you poke fun at guy a little bit in your bit. Maybe you would know better than me, but he seems like a guy who knows he's kind of asking for it with like his I level. I think he's pretty, 
you know, the joke on him is that he is not self-aware, but I kind of think he is. I think he's secretly he, self-aware. He's self-aware. He knows it's working for him to look like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think like, I know I had a friend who was on SNL and he said, anytime somebody, uh, anytime uh, Moynihan would do Guy Fieri, like Fieri would like, like tweet at him or text him and be like, it was so funny tonight. You know, like, right. Yeah. yeah so it's like, who fucking cares? Like, like, yeah, like he, and like, the point of that joke, like that joke started in a place of like, I do think somewhere along the line, it became very valuable or valid. And I don't know why. And I don't agree with to just have negativity be your opinion about something. Yes. And so it was like, you know, and that's like kind of how that joke started. It's like, nobody wants to fucking like listen, you know, like, and they claim to be these tolerant, thoughtful people, but it's like, you're not, you just don't agree with you know, Like, right. You're like, I'm a, to I'm a totally tolerant, open-minded person. It's like, Oh, look, Guy Fieri's on. You're like, nah, that's yeah, not for uh, me. Yeah. yeah. And it, maybe it's not for you, but you're just dogging it without knowing anything. Right, like, right. And like, and it's like, it's the same people who are like, well shit on like, they're like, Oh, I love Bukowski and Hunter Thompson, but I can't stand Stephen King as a like these kind of things like just because it doesn't fit your fucking brand you're more obsessed with brand than entertainers right like, right yeah. right oh the the hating publicly hating things is like a major I, something I hate a lot is like people who are like their opinions is that they hate Star because there's a lot of stuff I do hate that's in pop culture or that but I have, like have strong opinion, opinion about yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that I have strong opinions to shit on but I don't need to weigh them I don't need to get them out there every time and if it comes up in conversation I'm on a podcast I'm gonna be like yeah I'm kind of getting tired of Marvel movies yeah. you know but I'm not gonna be here the guy who's like when everyone's talking about how much they love Marvel movies I'm not gonna be sitting there going like Guardians just like soft. ready yeah. to cut things down and right, half right, for yeah. fucking. Like what? I don't watch those movies, the Marvel movies, really, unless they're just on. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. or like my roommate has it on or something like. But but I was like, because then my opinion was like, there's just too much going on. I don't know what's going on in it anymore. But then I was she, my roommate was watching Infinity War, and I was like, this looks great. Like <laughs> you know, that, like and before I had this very like well, very dismissive shit about like you know, but like this is fun. And mine is my opinion had nothing to do with the politics of all they make is. Marvel movies. I could give a fuck. Right, right, yeah. right. That wasn't why. That still means my industry is doing well. Like, right, like, yeah, yeah. right. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's a fun way to look at that. You yeah, because that's because the idea still by American pop culture. That's the export. Like American entertainment yeah. is by far yeah. leading the world in like in in, in consumption. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. maybe the, not the most here, but like you know, like our comedy is, you know, like. I'm not saying it's in braggadocious way, but people people ape it more. People yeah. like like Larry. I, I, I met Larry world. Charles, and he was he had just come back. From, he had done his show where he traveled the world, and it's like comedy references. Western comedy is American comedy. Like yeah. you know, like the guys in Jordan who are doing stand up. They know who Seinfeld and Chris Rock are. Yeah. And They're then not, like, because they maybe are the first round of people doing stand up in Jordan or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and it's new there. So yeah, like, right. yeah, 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 and and like. You know, I even see it like if there's a people are kind of ripping off what somebody else has been doing. You're like, that's that's how it all starts. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> why, that's, that's why there's so there were so many Seinfeldian acts. Right, right, right. And so many uh, like people that do like Mitch Hedberg, like it all. Like it's like they absorb what we like. So the entertainment of show business, there are the industry of show business, not the in the entertainment industry is 
my that means mine is doing well. Like it is right, it's right. still it's still like and I'm not gonna be fucking Hawkeye in a movie, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, just I, say that at the end, I, just I, in case. I always say that because I'm like, well, may, and I have this weird thing about like, well, you know, put it out there. Maybe who fucking knows? <laughs> I know. I'm always like, <laughs> it's like Scarlett Johansson might like you. All, as all my favorite books from my childhood are being developed into movies and TV shows, I'm always like, was there a fat person in that movie? <laughs> like, I'm always like, <laughs> but even that's changing. Like, right. like, like there, there is more. Why can't you be a leading guy in something? Like, right. like that is that is a thought that happens more now in yeah, show, yeah. which is beautiful. You know, like that's why more women are getting stuff and more minorities and all yeah. that kind of stuff is happening because before it was just no. You know, like he, John Candy is like my all time favorite guy, of course, yeah. and he's fat. Like and so and like and still somehow like very handsome and yeah. like and and like sweet and funny and, and like, also hilarious like who's funnier and like who loves people more than john candy right, right. he's so oh fuck he's yeah. so good so like that is a thing you know like i'm may not be a movie star someday but like that's a real possibility yeah like and, uh, and it's like and it's like it's like that is to see more having more of that to look up to is is very exciting right yeah. well it's like the way we're talking about john candy right now is yeah. like why I, I mean, that's how I'm able to understand the importance of Black Panther and Crazy Rich Asians yeah, 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 or whatever. Yeah, through my lens. Of yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm like, I grew up seeing John Candy and being like, if he could be in movies, yeah, yeah. me, a big, fat, silly guy, could yeah. be in movies too. Yeah, or, yeah. or Farley or whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Farley, if, Farley was the first one. Candy's one of the guys that, as I've retro. gotten older, where I'm like, he's like dramatic act like he's he's yeah, doing he way like more heart than, and tone yeah, like, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. we're like farley of course was he was the guy that inspired me to do it all of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like 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 but, I, how many coffee coffee tables have i broken <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. can i tell you that one of my bits in college was hitting a coffee table it wasn't really of course <laughs> i like uh, or like like even like philip seymour hoffman when he would do comedy like yeah. like you're fucking and you're like oh fuck right this you're is a possible. regular looking dude like you're a little fat and you're a little like and you're just Right, so, like it, and it's not a great movie, but along came Polly. He's, he's so so fu- funny in that. Yeah, he's so that movie. Let it rain. <laughs> Let it rain. Right. Just yeah. breaking off. Yeah, the and mat. it's just so obnoxious. <laughs> what a fun character to see such a serious, real actor. Yeah, play. and like, and then I was watching Punch Drunk Love the other day when he's like such a prick in that. Yes. Yeah, it's all good, <laughs> but. Oh God, we got way off of Guy Fieri. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we, we I think we primed the pump a little bit by talking about how our careers were going right before we started recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to kind of fresh in the mind. Um, but tell tell people where they can find you and find your. Uh, you just worked on a new uh, series that's coming out. Talk yeah. to us about this. I have a web series coming out with Comedy Central called Shane Conquers Fear. It's it's a basically positive fear factor. So like I have my buddies come on. And they talk you into doing stuff? No, I talk them into doing their fear. So, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to, I don't, I'm not doing any of that shit. <laughs> what are you afraid of, John? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, that, okay. We'll create something. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, we'll find I'm afraid of fucking stairs. <laughs> are you really? Oh, uh, they're brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I avoid them. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm, fear isn't I the right word. I live in New York. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, and then um, I have a podcast coming out called Last Time We Talked, uh, which is basically... I talked to somebody about ha- something that happened in their life, and then I talked to them six months later about the same thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Uh, was that a bitch to produce? Well, it's, still, it's still a pain in the ass. But yeah, like my buddy Ricky Velez, I interviewed him and his wife right before their baby came, and I just interviewed them again. So, oh, that's awesome. So, this so is it's a very interesting story. Long like, time coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be released as seasons and not, <laughs> right, yeah, not yeah, as going to be a week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shane is a comedian.com. And then, yeah, just Instagram. 
I'm verified. So just Shane Torres. Shane Torres or Syrup Mountain. Syrup Mountain on Instagram <laughs> and, and Shane Torres on all that shit. Uh, yeah. And Where can people find you? And, and check out Established 1981 well, if they haven't yet. Yeah. yeah. And if you literally only have three minutes in your life, just Google Shane Torres Guy Fieri. Oh, and like, come at on. Least, at least do that, assholes, yeah. listeners. Share it. I need a bump. <laughs> Give me the bump. Uh, I'm going to be a Willie Nelson this weekend. <laughs> gotta, I'm going to be on the state fair, state, the county fair tour if you guys don't fucking... <laughs> I'm going to be in line for funnel cakes, please. I, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be goo-goo darling if you don't. <laughs> hey, do you guys know Shane and Gabrus are guessing weights at street fairs now? <laughs> How funny would that be? To, uh, that's kind of a funny, like to have two fat guys guessing your weight. Yeah, and just uh, uh, way over guessing everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, there's no way. I'm, I'm a tight 210. <laughs> I thought about, the, I was talking about this the other day. When I used to coach, uh, teach improv, they would always do like things in the class where they'd be like, yeah, we're looking for this big fat criminal. He's 250 pounds. And I would uh, rather than give any improv notes, I would be like, hey, just so you know, 250 pounds is not that. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> my notes would be like, clearly I'm offended about it. I'm like, 250 is not that heavy and definitely not fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you can also be like, if you have, depending on your frame. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's like everyone like is shitting. Think on, of Shaq weighed 250. <laughs> people are like, Trump's a fat fuck. I'm like, I'm 70 pounds heavier than Trump. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. hear you guys calling yeah, me and also like, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things like you like you that's another thing. People are so comfortable with shaming if it's something they don't like. like right. Yeah, like that was the thing, like Yeah, you can't fat shame anyone except to, Trump. Trump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's like or like you're like it's amazing what how how easy you'll agree with like you're fine with something if one of your friends does it. Right, yeah, and it's yeah. also like we don't make fun of the way people look, except for Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, yeah, 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 and I'm fine with shitting, but I like to make fun of the way everyone looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. that's the other thing. It's like it's like you know, like like I don't. You can't, you can't really tell me that Sherrod Brown's a looker either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he's a good person. He's a better person. Right, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. But don't fuck it. You know, like he's a better, he's a better person. And that's all I'll give you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I get it. He, he, he does grassroots fundraising. Good for him. Um, um, well, Shane, thanks for coming on. High and Mighty, blast, man. Man. Of course it was. I, I enjoy talking to you yeah. and I look forward to doing it again soon. Yeah. Download his albums. Uh, f- uh, listen to his new podcast. Find him on the road. Thanks, Shaneiscomedian.com? Yeah, Shaneiscomedian.com. All right. Bud, thanks for coming. Pleasure, in. man. Good to see you. Bye, shitheads. Bye, shitheads. <laughs> That was a headgum podcast.